You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, friends. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm so glad you're here. Today is a fun conversation with my pals, with my friends, Gina and Meredith. They've both been on the show before a couple times, so I think they have the record now for the most episodes. And I'm so excited to talk about 2021 and what transpired in the cosmos, how it affected us on a collective level, what we experience on an individual level. It's just a fun little chat. But friends, the astrology in the air at the moment, like right now when I'm recording this a couple days before it will air, is kind of a lot. We're approaching eclipse season and I don't really have a better word to describe what's coming other than chaos. And chaos doesn't always have to be a bad thing. It's just really sort of unpredictable, right? Lots of energy, lots of things happening as we approach the eclipses coming up here in a couple weeks, that first one being on November 19th. You know, just just ground down, just slow it down, really lean into your self-care practices, give your manifestation work a little pause and take some naps, do your meditation, go to bed early. I mean, all the good things. It's like perfect season for that. So anyways, if you're feeling the chaos like I am, you're not alone. This is part of part of the cosmos. And yeah, I I wanted to share some fun things that I've been discovering on a personal level, always evolving in my in my own practices. And the first this is sort of funny that I haven't actually (laughs) delved into this before. But I just really discovered Dr. Joe Dispenza. <laughs> like, for those of you that are familiar with him, his work is in quantum physics, it's in energy, it's in manifestation, and really the spontaneous healing. And I know he's like such a big deal, and I've had a number of you be like, you should get him on the show. And he's he's kind of a big deal, so maybe in the future for sure. But I am just like blown away with some of his work and this idea of changing our energy. I'm loving it. So I'm currently reading his book, um, Super Being Becoming Supernatural, and I love it. And so, anyways, if you're looking for a new read, you're looking for just another approach to manifestation, to understanding energy, what you're putting out into the world, what you're receiving back. Highly recommend. Very fun. And then also taking a step back in some of the areas of of I guess like push is the word and trying to slow down a little as we approach as we approach eclipse season as we approach the end of the year and just move in with ease that is something that I feel so luxurious to be able to do in as an entrepreneur right I can focus on the things that I really want to which is working with clients which is teaching yoga which is this show and slow down on some of the other things that I don't necessarily have to force you know when things get we force things whether it be work or relationships or practices especially self-care practices it's a great time to just take a step back and slow down. So, you know, if that's something you're feeling as well, you're leaning more into that ease, I highly recommend just take a step back. It's okay. Maybe that's social media. Maybe that's, you know, even your meditation practice. Like, it's okay to take a break, everybody. That feels so, so good. Self-care, 100%. All right. So we are chatting today with my two friends, Gina Seval and Meredith McCowan. And I've talked about these two before and how they came into my life. So about four years ago, I just, just started doing my manifestation work and I was calling in an expander. I was calling in someone that was 
had a similar upbringing to me, um, grew up in a small town, and really just thought a little bit differently, was interested in different things. And literally within a week of doing the TBM work that I did, I met Gina. And we met at this like funny event where, where what was like a how to manage conflict in the workplace. It was at our in our shared workspace. And we were just literally like, should we be best friends? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I I really love her. I love her work. She has the the podcast Past Lives in the Divine. And myself and Meredith, the other guests today, are on the show once a month talking about self-care and astrology and how it really plays out in our lives, how you know, past lives work into it. It's such a fun listen. I highly recommend her show. And then Meredith McCowan, who is the, an amazing astrologer. She is the astrologer behind Earthling Astrology, another serendipitous meet. So we met right as COVID hit online, of course. I was looking for an astrologer to work with for an event. And I'd had great recommendations from some other yoga teachers that work with her and we started doing workshops together and now I just I'm so grateful for her she's taught me so much I'm early on in my you know astrologer journey and she is such a great mentor and friend and weirdly and I know I talked about this on the other episode that I did with her so go back check it out I believe it's episode 58 um, where we talked about her love of the Palmer House, which is the place that I worked at growing up. So this is, again, a small town in Minnesota. She's obsessed with this place because it is extremely haunted. And it is. Like, I have so many stories. Go back to listen to episode 58 on all the crazy things that happened. Um, but she's been, she's done her birthday party there. <laughs> she has done a number of param- paranormal festivals and, and readings and all sorts of things at this place. And that's where I grew up. So serendipitous. I love when, when it all works out. I mean, I think to me that is true manifestation. So I wanted these two friends to come on and just have a conversation to process the year. I love in you know any reading, whether it be an astrology reading or an energy reading or some sort of healing, I love to listen to them, to go back and listen to them after some time. So most energy workers or astrologers or people that you might work with will often let you record it or they record it for you and you can go back and you can listen after some time to see how did this actually transpire? What happened here? And so I've done that. I always do that with my readings. I love to go back um, and listen. Okay, what did Meredith say about 2021? And whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, the accuracy, it was it's insane. And it's so funny because in the moment when she's explaining or like even when I'm reading for people, you know, it's like, okay, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with this or the the exact date, but here's the energy of what's the shift here's the change or like get excited for this and so when we look back and we actually line it up against the year as we're doing today on this episode you can see like oh wow that really played out as it did it's funny because I was thinking one of the, the bigger astro events that happened in 2021 is Saturn square and Uranus and I was like oh no it's fine like oh I didn't really feel it and then we actually started to talk about it it's like oh wait no yeah totally did <laughs> so if you do enjoy, you know, getting readings, I, I recommend you check those out, listen to them from this past year and see how it actually played out. So we're doing that today and we're talking about the collective, how it played out on that larger scale, and then also how it hit us on an individual level. And I always learn so much from these two as we just ch- chat and we process and we are real and vulnerable and totally ourselves because I feel like when we're together we can do that so love these two so much you know that they'll be back make sure to check out um, both of their information in my show notes earthling astrology and Gina's at past lives in the divine so a huge thank you to you listeners for being here every week make sure to follow along on instagram i'm at ashleysondergaard.yoga and at yoga magic podcast and if you haven't had the chance yet to leave a review please consider doing that literally just hit those five stars makes such a big difference it's been crickets for a while i'm not gonna lie i can see you guys are listening i can see more and more people are listening every week but nobody's writing reviews so I'm gonna maybe have to think of something to treat you with so we can get more more reviews and five stars my friends makes a big old difference but truly I'm so glad that you're here if this episode is helpful if you enjoy it share it with a friend and then finally thanks to our show sponsor BetterHelp more information on BetterHelp in the show notes let's get to this conversation with Gina Seval and Meredith McCowan 
Today, friends, we have some of my, who I call my spirituality besties on the show to talk about the last year. And as we're prepping for this episode, I was talking about how it's so helpful to go back and listen to readings you've had, or like look through your journals even, or like any of any of the work that you've done and see what actually played out. And so I asked Meredith and Gina to be on the show today to kind of look back at their year and what they've discovered with their clients, with their own personal lives. So thanks, buddies. Thanks for being here. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so us. happy. <laughs> I can't um, wait to process this and see what I thought about last year. <laughs> I know. It like it's like literally for me, sometimes it's just like channels you channel and then regurgitate in these processing yes. things. But it's I, I so recommend everyone that is listening to go back and listen to any any work that you've done, or if it's a reading or if you've done a session with Gina, like there's so much to uncover. For those few people, maybe those two people who listen to this show who do not know you two, <laughs> can, you, can you tell them who we are? Um, Gina, you can go first. Okay. I am Gina. My, my podcast is past lives and the divine. And we do that. We talk about past lives and the divine. I help people with hypnosis. I help them experience scenes from past lives, um, experiences with their spirit guides, or even the life in between lives. So they can gain understandings, insight, wisdom, healing, and just feel better in this life. So you can it's all at pastlivesandthedivine.com. Just feel better in this life. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. <laughs> and for those who don't know me, my name is Meredith McCowan. I own Earthling Astrology in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. I practice what's called evolutionary astrology, which is the theory that our soul grows and develops through lifetimes. So I'm a great match with Gina and Ashley. Uh, Gina, of course, <laughs> being a past lives regressionist, and our work is very complimentary. So I've enjoyed... I've been on Gina's pod quite a bit, and I'm so happy we're on Yoga Magic today. It's like, I feel like it's us, Me but it's too. a different vibe. It's like the yoga world. So yes, so yeah, excited to be here. it is. It is. And for listeners that potentially don't listen to Gina's show, we meet, the three of us meet once a month to talk about the collective astrology energy that's coming in um, for the next month or so. So we just, we literally just recorded Sagittarius. So we're flying high. we got lots of fire. We're talking about <laughs> stuff. And it's, I think, I mean, it's really, really fun for like the three of us weirdos to shoot the shit and talk about this stuff. And yeah. I think a lot of you guys like it. So if you're not already listening to those episodes and all of Gina's, make sure to hop on over over there. Today might be, I don't know, it might be a little bit more personal than it has been in the past um, as we do work through some of this processing. Um, but if you want to go back, everyone, in preparation for this, I did an episode with Meredith um, at the beginning of the year where we talked about what was coming in for 2021 for the collective, just big astrological events to look forward to, to maybe watch out for. So that can help set, set the tone. And we're going to go back and just touch on a few of those in how they they played out. Uh, Meredith, can you start with the things that you noticed in this past year? Like the things that were palpable, like, whoa, that happened. <laughs> sure. So I was telling Ashley, I should have listened to that episode we did a year ago, but that's okay. Um, it'll be fun for me to listen to it after I record this one. Um, so we... I started out really being obsessed with what was called the great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius in December 2020. These two big planets met at zero degrees Aquarius. I personally was convinced the aliens were going to show up. I was outside. I was like, all right, they're coming. Like, it's fine. I was like, I watched all these YouTube videos. Everyone was telling me, I was like, yes, they're going to come. So I went through a grieving process a little bit <laughs> the first month of 2021 when they haven't shown up for me. And I know they've shown up for other people. But yes, I was all excited for that. But what I want to say is the Aquarius energy on Earth is rampant up. Yeah. We are theoretically moving into the age of Aquarius, leaving the age of Pisces. And if you haven't noticed, we're a wee bit of a paradigm shift on this planet. And the Aquarius clients that I've had, so South Node, North Node, Sun, Moon, or heavy Aquarius in the chart are feeling this more than the average bear, I would say. Uh, unprompted Aquarius people will sit down on my couch or log in a Zoom and be like, I feel an internal shift. I feel something's coming, but they have this Aquarius detachment and calmness about it. And my Aquarius energy, I'm a South node. So is Gina, I believe South node Aquarius mm -hmm. has been so 
lit up by something. It's like this new energy that my even physical body is incorporating. And I feel things differently. I'm more in tune to different energies on earth. I have felt it personally too. So if anybody listening has felt a little bit bonkers or felt like you're going insane in the last year that you probably are getting a frequency upgrade by this Aquarius energy that's been influxing the planet. So stay grounded, uh, do your shadow work. We have a lot of episodes, I think, on past lives and probably on yoga magic about shadow work. So important Mm -hmm. as we move into a new age, you don't want to bring anything uh, that is not serving your highest good with you. Uh, So that is the first hit that I wanted to bring up. Do you guys have any questions or want to comment on any internal shifts you may have felt or maybe notice the Aquarius energy kind of amping up on the planet? Yeah. 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 Your face. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Someone pick me up off the floor. But I do feel like I... I hadn't thought of it this way, but it rang really true when you just said it, Meredith, this idea of um, that internal shift, but there's that Aquarius, how do you say it? Detached and calmness to it. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I mean, I don't always feel that way. (laughs) I do feel bonkers uh, a good amount of time as well. But I would say based on the internal shifts that are going on, I should feel less not as calm as I do about it I feel like interesting okay so you do have a detached different perspective than if you would have experienced this maybe even three or four years ago and I'm I'm finding like even like time is weird for people um I don't know what month it is sometimes what hour is it what day is it like time seems to be all together we're all changing so fast um my clients also say like I can't even connect to the person I was a month ago a year ago 10 years ago like who was that person uh we're becoming more authentic in our Mm -hmm. expression. And that's what Aquarius energy brings is authenticity. So, and if you're not being your authentic self, you're going to struggle probably a little bit more just on the day to day. This is, yes. I was like thinking back in like, just like, again, the full year. And I, I like to voice memo a lot. Sometimes I send you guys voice memos. Like I like to just capture from my actual voice, what I'm feeling in a moment and like listening back through the years, it is all over the place. Like you're right. This like constant change that we've been going through in like month to month to month is you're right. I, I don't even know who I was six months ago. And yet the thing that has just been such a godsend is that my, I've had very much an 11th house year, just like major community work, just tons of like being around my people, you guys, mm-hmm. the listeners, like being around people that when we say, oh, I'm having like Ascension symptoms, yeah. <laughs> you know what the hell we're yeah. talking about, yeah. right? Like they know. <laughs> and that has been like the saving grace in all of it is like, I don't feel like a weirdo anymore. And that's when I think of age of Aquarius, when I think of this like time that we're in, everyone's a weirdo. We're all, we all get to be in yes. this together. And that feels so good. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, completely. I will say, I said it a little bit on the Sagittarius episode, but I will say, Ashley, that piece of it has been big for me, like having a podcast where I can talk about it, but also having clients who are going through their own thing and having a monthly recording with the two of you. I can't like, even though I feel big internal shifts and things are changing in my life, I still feel um, I feel more, I should say, I feel more supportive than ever. And I, I guess after talking about this, I would attribute that to kind of the age of Aquarius and we're all kind of like, yeah, kind of fucking had it. I feel like we're all just like, okay, (laughs) what, there's gotta be something else. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. The new age is coming. Uh, and I don't know, Gina, maybe you can chime in on this too. Uh, the water bearer aspect of the Aquarius vibration. So Aquarius is actually an air sign, but nicknamed the water bearer. And I am not really that empathic. I've never really identified as being an empath, but I feel like the collective emotions, like it's almost like they're outside of my body, but sometimes they get really, really heavy. So I'm like carrying emotions and all of us are for the collective. And I feel like that might be the dam that's going to burst in the near future. Like all of us are carrying so much and we just want to put down the load. <laughs> We're just like, oh, we need a rest. And maybe that's what needs to happen for, you know, the floodwaters to kind of come in and change and clean things up on this planet. So I'm not sure if Gina, you felt like that. My body has also felt like a yeah. tuning fork at times, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, very vibrating. I don't know if that's not the right word. If you've experienced like that tuning fork kind of a sensation, I've, I felt that kind of go next level. Level this year too with the Aquarius energy. 
Oh, I feel it for sure. Yeah. As you guys hear, I feel like I hear more ringing, like in my ears more than ever. Mm. This year has gotten to be like, I'm thinking of the tuning fork comment, like, and I, I often I'm like, someone's trying to tell me something. Yeah, whenever that I happens. Have, <laughs> I that weird ear ringing. So yeah, there's, there's mythology around this. So the left ear is incoming messages from spirit and the right ear ringing is like outgoing something. So your, your body's releasing something just a theory to play with, with the ringing of the ears. Ooh. I've actually started to see sparkles in my vision, especially during sessions where someone's like having this like crazy experience, like I'll literally see a sparkle above their head. And that is something like I wouldn't have shared publicly even five years ago. It wasn't happening five years ago, but you know, you, it's almost like this weird stuff is not just happening to me. Clients talk about like the sparkles or vision changes, Mm -hmm. uh, the ears ringing, weird ascension symptoms in our bodies, you know, like something might be hurting. You might go to the doctor. They're like, I don't know. (laughs) I can't figure it out. Um, And then me, like three of us will be like, oh yeah, it's just your body, you know, recalibrating. (laughs) recalibration yeah (laughs) just a monday you know i'm thinking like the other side of this that you know the listeners that are people that are listening to this show to your show gina like they get it they're here they're in this and yet a lot of the people that were around are they're not necessarily like thinking like this and i think being alive right now and not being quote unquote awake would be really painful and that makes me like feel for a lot of those other people and i can't necessarily like force my beliefs or like my interest in spirituality and in you know a higher good on them and yet like being around i don't want to be around the people that like won't pursue something bigger, if that makes sense. So I've really set up Mm -hmm. some boundaries in the last year to surround myself with people that are willing to open their minds. They don't have to think like me, but they do like, there is some level of, of seeking, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And non-judgment, non-harsh judgment. You know what I mean? Yeah. For just judgment's sake. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I love that. Meredith, you had said, um, this kind of came in <clears throat> Ashley for whatever reason while you were talking, but Meredith, you had said uh, Aquarius is the water bearer. And it's like, we're kind of, we're feeling that we're feeling that carrying like the emotional weight or some of, of us are collective, I, specifically water bearing yeah. for like collective energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel that. I think it shows up many ways. I think a lot, I'm still learning on how other people's energy shows up and and my perspective has been that it's mine. Um, even just little things like Alex and I um, went to New Orleans. We just got back. But when we were driving there, we were parking at the airport, which we normally don't do. Um, I felt like we had plenty of time, but I was feeling really anxious. And it was almost like after a, after this year, it's the first time in my life where it's even it's automatic. It's not like something I have to think about. And then three days later, I realized but I turned to Alex and I was like, are you afraid we're going to miss our flight? And he was like, no, I just, I hate trying to find parking at the airport. And I was like, can you control your anxiety about this? Because <laughs> I am trying to relax. I'm on vacation. <laughs> he was like, I've got plenty of time to be in the airport, you know, like what? And he was like, yeah, I don't know why I'm feeling so anxious, but before I would have thought it was me. And I would have mm, been like, oh, I just yes. get so anxious for no reason. And it's like, no, yeah, I'm actually anxious for no reason. It's not no reason. It's someone else. So I feel like from another person. Yeah. I feel like this year for me has been what you said, where it's like, okay, it's time to let it, you know, let it go or release it. If you can't carry it, if it's too heavy or whatever. Yeah. And I I feel like that's been this year. And you've done at least one episode on psychic protection um, because really we're each responsible for our own energy field, our own Mm -hmm. emotions. We can't control, you know, another, even our spouse's anxiety. We'd all love to do that, but we have to make sure their anxiety does not penetrate our force fields. Uh, And I work a lot with psychic protection in my practice. And I work with a psychic medium who helps me with that. And my force fields, my protective measures have had to adapt and change so much in the last year. Mm -hmm. So what I was using a year ago isn't working anymore. Different crystals, different visualization, the energies are just so wonky. So if you, anyone listening are getting zapped by other people's emotions and whatever you did a year ago, six months ago to protect yourself isn't working, change it up. 
change your game. Lots of stuff out there. And maybe, Ashley, you have some episodes too, especially being a cancer, about how to protect your energy field. It's mm-hmm. so important, especially for, you know, what's coming, who knows, on the collective, for each of us be kind of own that about ourselves and not blame another person for our emotions <laughs> our, yes. our energy field and it's so easy to do that's what we've been doing forever and that's got to change own it yeah. rather than blame yes mm-hmm. that is that's the season of life I am currently and I love it <laughs> um I want to talk a little about Saturn square Uranus because we talked yes. about that on that episode and, and it's something that I was like really maybe I was feeling a, f- a little afraid of it <laughs> And in the end, I don't know that I did notice it quite as much. I'd be curious what your take is. Oh, I, yeah. When was that? There was three strikes. Um, One is still coming in December of 2021. (laughs) There'll be a final one in 2022. So a square in astrology is a 90 degree aspect that represents tension. And currently for the collective Saturn, the authority, the rule maker in the sky is in a tense aspect with Uranus the wild card and the rebel. So have I seen rebellions against authority? Yes, but I am on all the certain websites. (laughs) You actually have to go underground to see what's going on on the collective, who's rebelling, and everybody probably knows what I'm talking about, the authority out there. Uh, But yes, there are rebels um, standing up, demanding their independence, their freedoms, their individual decision-making, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, there's one final pass of this energy in December and we'll have a little bit of a wrap up in the fall of 2022 with it and then the planets move away from each other so in my presentation I've been saying like okay so how does the goody two-shoes kind of Saturn rule maker get along with Uranus I think of like the breakfast club with the Molly Ringwald character and who, <laughs> was it was his name Judd um kind of the bad boy and oh, the yeah Greece, the Grease characters and that what are the Sandy and Sandy John Travolta and- So like, they kind of like bounce off of each other, but (laughs) you know, think of those two very polarized energy somehow coming together. And that's what these two planets want us to do. How do the rebels become friends with like the more the rule followers kind of thing? How do they blend together? And this is what the square is kind of bringing to the collective. Like how do the rebels and the authority makers, we got to we got to come together and figure this out what's best for each person and the collective. And that is not easy to do these days. We all know it's not. Everybody's at up in arms about the, the, what's going on. So we'll see how this plays out, but expect more kind of old Saturnian, maybe patriarchy energies to keep kind of being jackhammered away by that Uranus wildcard energy. Um, Uranus is not going to let up until everything's okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite there yet. What do you, Gina, are you noticing people battling out their own like beliefs on what, I mean, I, like we can say it without saying, it, I think like the vaccination conversation is very, very real. And all of us in this space are kind of, I, I see people all over the board and I don't even know sometimes where I stand. I mean, it's like truly like, mm-hmm. it's hard to grapple with these very huge things that are life and death in a lot of situations. And also I just, you know, we're just people. We're all just trying to like make it through the next day. Like are, in your practice, are you seeing people maybe not necessarily coming into like, I'm trying to figure out what to do with vaccinations, but like grappling with their own truth or breaking their own rules. <laughs> mm, yeah. You know what? That is an interesting way to look at it, Ashley. And I've never looked at it through that lens, but what comes to mind is something that just something I think I've been thinking about. I think we've all been thinking about it, but that whole thing of like, man, I don't even know what's right for me some days. Like, how do I know what side of this issue and, you know, all of the stuff going on. My hope, no one, no one comes into a past life regression asking those questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I have, um, it, I have asked collectively, like, what is this pandemic? What is it about? And it's kind of the same mm. idea of like, people need to go within. And I almost think of it as like, um, my interpretation of the Wheel of Fortune card in tarot, where it's like, the world is spinning. And sometimes we roll with it. And sometimes it just feels like a lot. And so you just have to like, get in the middle and hunker down. And it's in that, like, in that space that we can I don't know. I feel like if, if we can get in there and hunker down, we're able to like 
be in the present moment, understand what it is that we really need. And that I think is the way through it. Like, I don't think that it's about everybody following a certain rule. I mean, I got vaccinated. Of course, it'd be great if everybody got vaccinated. I'm not protesting anything. That's just what works for me. I honestly believe that like, if we can all be in our power, which that's what past life regression, I think, helps us touch is our power. Mm-hmm. If we can be in our power and trust ourselves to decide when it's time, are we going to go on this trip or not? Are we going to wear a mask or not? Are we going to do this or not? Whatever it is, if we could all be in our power, make the decision that's right for us and be okay with it, then that is how we can see other people making the decision right to them and be okay with it. And if we're not okay with it, like get curious about it. Like, oh, why do you, that's how I think we need to move through it personally. And so even though people don't come into a past life regression asking those questions, it will be a lot of like, I feel like I'm awakening. And I Mm -hmm. think with awakening is just like getting more information in general. Like what else don't I know? What else am I not connected to? Um, Yeah. Anyways, long drawn out to say people aren't coming specifically for it, but I do think that the more we can be in our power and the more we can trust ourselves, the less we have to be defensive, the less we have to make other people wrong so we can feel right. And I just think that that goes through self-compassion, self-trust, and then just allowing other people to do the same. Mm -hmm. That's my only way. You know, Aquarius is like, you be your authentic self. And that is another person. What is their authenticity that is for them to figure out? So like, I love coffee, like even this neutral topic, I'm not going to force coffee down your throat and like try and convince you that coffee, we can't even decide (laughs) on the planet if coffee is good for us or even meat, you know, like we all can't decide on this stuff. I'm like, you know what? Why can't we just say, I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel strongly about this. I feel strongly like this is the right thing for me, but I respect your individual and unique and authentic path. What is right for you? So that's kind of, I think where we're getting to how how can we each be individuals in this collective insanity that's going on right now? But again, we've got this cosmic energy that's guiding us. <laughs> um, and we know it's going to be rocky. We know it's going to be difficult. We know old ways of doing things and structures are going to be falling down. Um, it might be overnight, honestly. Like even I think of, um, I remember when the Berlin Wall fell. I think it was 89. Um, not, I'm not a history person. I remember that. And I remember not knowing what it was because I was like nine or something. And I knew that was a big deal. And think about how fast that happened. It came down overnight after, I think, decades. So things like that um, will continue to show up in the collective as we create a better world. Uh, We're just in the the labor pains right now. birth a new world but yes it's like I have my great days and I have my really shitty days like the extremes between agony and ecstasy for me personally have been like crazy but I'm finally feel like I'm hitting a equilibrium and I hope more people feel like that too because it's been a wild ride some of it you know whether you know I want to move away from the vaccination conversation but a lot of the news and like the stuff that's playing out in politics and in our country, sometimes it feels to me like a distraction from like what work actually needs to be done. And it's going to surface pretty soon. And I, Meredith and I were just kind of touching base before we started this. Like, we don't want to sound like we're in fear. There's not, all of this is going to play out in the way that it needs to play out. And yet, you know, it's easy. I I'm easily distracted by a lot of things. And so I have to catch myself a lot and being like, is this stupid YouTube video that I just got sucked into for 20 minutes. Is this like the actual, what's the, what am I doing? What are what do I need to be focusing on for real? Is it inner work? Is it my, my family unit? Do you know what I mean? Like there's so much and, and probably that's that Aquarian energy of like that air sign. So many inf- like ideas and information's floating around. And now like, can we pull ourselves out for a moment, potentially be the wallflower and really go in to find out like what we can do on an individual basis. Uh, I want you, Meredith, to talk just briefly about the Pluto return of the U.S. Because that's I think this is a lot of the conversation as we're getting closer to it. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so curious about this because I feel like I've heard you just say that. And that is like, wait, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Hi friends, I'm such a strong believer that simple self-care practices make us strong, more equipped for challenges in our life, and sometimes self-care means talking to someone with complete and open honesty, and that someone might be a licensed professional. So let's talk about one of my favorite sponsors, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is amazing and it helped me so much in the last year through my challenges and struggles. If you'd like to talk with a licensed therapist about your challenges, your goals, or you just need to get you know, something heavy off of your chest, BetterHelp is making it so easy to make that happen. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it is professional counseling done securely online. And perhaps you know you don't have access to a counselor where you live or you just don't want to leave your house. <laughs> BetterHelp makes it so easy. And not only that, but it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So once you're matched with a counselor, you get to know them, you get to see if it's a fit. And if it's not, no problem. It's free to change counselors if needed. Because we all know that you know it needs to be a fit. If you're gonna pour out your heart, you need to, to feel comfortable with that person. Once you have your licensed therapist, you can log into your account anytime and send them a message, set up weekly sessions via video or phone call, and you'll get a timely and thoughtful response. And remember, you never have to sit in that awkward traditional therapy waiting room. It's such a relief. So BetterHelp really wants you to start living a happier life today. If you're ready to prioritize yourself and your well-being along with the million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional therapist, visit betterhelp.com slash yoga magic to get set up. And for Yoga Magic listeners, you can get 10% off of your first month. That's better H-E-L-P slash yoga magic. Pluto is still a planet in astrology. He is, of course, the lord of the underworld. Um, he uh, has a lot of different symbols, but quickly he's death and rebirth, transformation. So think of like the, the phoenix kind of rising out of the ashes would be the, the highest vibration of Pluto once he's done with you. Um, and he takes about 248 years to go around the sun. And I read a headline this year, and I, again, the history is not my favorite or best subject, but historians have tied the rise and fall of empires to 250-year cycles. You can go back to different civilizations on the planet. They hit their peak at 250, and then it's like game over. So if you do the math, if our country was born in 1776, we're approaching that 250th birthday, and the planet Pluto will get to the exact same spot in the sky where when the United States was born, air quotes, in February 2022. So we as a nation, again, are going through labor pains as we rebirth a new country. Um, old ways of doing things are going to be killed off by Pluto. Now, that doesn't mean people, that just means systems. Um, you know, everything is kind of up in arms right, right now, like education, healthcare, supply chain. Well, I don't mm -hmm. know what else is on the news these days. Everything is like, what the fuck uh, is going on <laughs> as like the way we have been living and everyone's throwing out the new normal, like it's not even, we can't even fathom what's coming. I think it's going to be amazing. I want to just, <laughs> as we get kind of scary Pluto talk in the conversation, but it's going to be good this is all happening on the planet as a country whatever you've gone through as an individual it's happening for you not to you everything happening to the planet is happening for us not to us and that's an Aquarian way to kind of look at things if you need to change your perspective mm -hmm. there so yes Pluto is coming for the country um, but I was listening to I've been listening to other astrologers talk a lot about this and um, one astrologer really struck a chord in me. She said, it was Anne Ortley, if anybody follows her. She's like, you know what? Whenever I get really scared about this with the Pluto, he's kind of the scary planet in the sky. She's like, every country has been through this. Like the US totally. is like the youngest country out there, I think, right? Aren't we the youngest country or aren't we one of them? Um, Italy, like everyone's been through this. Uh, Rome has been through what? Four or five Pluto returns and Rome is still standing. Um, so that is something like the, we're going to be fine. The country will still be here. It's just going to be different. Uh, and we're not united right now. You guys, we know that. Um, mm -hmm. and at the end of this, 
we will be. Yes. We again, will be the United States. I don't know if there's going to be states. I don't know, like, what could happen? <laughs> um, but that is the goal, right? That was the goal of the founding fathers to all kind of like, we the people, which is, again, such an Aquarius phrase, we the people. Um, and again, the change is going to come from oh. each of us. Not maybe the authority. That's the Saturn Uranus square kind of coming back to like, maybe not the authority anymore. Uh, the people have to take their power back and make the changes that we want to make. And it's happening. It is happening. Not on the news, maybe all of it, but it's, yeah. it's happening. I'm thinking about the work, like the labor force in the fact that like, I mean, there's not even enough people to do jobs right now. Like bring people are, they're really like this system they just fuck it. Like, let's just, yeah, we're not going to work for seven bucks an hour anymore. Like, I don't know. There's millions of reasons. There's a million reasons we're simplifying it, but like that's, that just for a moment was like, Whoa, I wonder if that's like part of this. Wow. Yeah. And my awakening was 2012, 2013. And I think you girls went through something similar then. And I kind of came online to my power and my gifts back then. And I'm seeing another wave of light workers or people really figuring out that they're not living their authentic lives. Um, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Looking at, you know, just kind of, maybe that is an explanation of why a lot of jobs are open now too. I, I don't really understand all of that, but again, I think it's because it doesn't pay enough. Maybe <laughs> people used to make a living, like be able to have one minimum wage job. Yeah. And now it's like, they have to have four of them and they still, that's my little Aquarian piece of it. So, yeah. Pluto, um, the destructor planet um, will only destroy, think of it this way, only destroy things that are not serving the highest good of everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So that might mean you need to make some sacrifices, um, but it's a, it's a collective nature uh, and how can we do better? But yes, that is coming from the U.S. That's on the market. It's happening already. Things are, systems are falling, failing. Again, rebirth is coming, but labor pains. I've never given birth. (laughs) <laughs> Ashley, I've heard it's worth it. <laughs> I heard that from mothers. The labor is worth it. You know, giving birth. Is I worth love it. labor, you guys. Like, what? Oh, I love, I love oh it. God. Is that not the, like the weirdest thing? No, that it's a Capricorn so... Moon thing to say. Like, talk I about feel like power. Yeah, right. Yeah. Total. Is like, that what it is? Oh my gosh! Most powerful have a thing ever. Threshold for pain than other signs. Just a theory that I'm working with. Yeah. So. Oh, no, no drug labor. Like what a rush. What oh, a rush. That's amazing. <laughs> you guys, I'm so curious, like in all of this playing out, you know, w- those of us that do get to dissect it and we get to feel it and we get to talk to other people. Like, what do you do to stay sane? Like just to, to truly self-care. And, you know, Gina, you get to work with people on this level that is like really in their shadows. How do you stay in your light? How do you stay in your power? What do you do? Uh, Well, I am working in my power. I think when I'm standing beside someone, hypothetically speaking, like as they kind of uh, excavate past life memories or work to do like emotional releases or releasing blocks and stuff like that. Um, Personally, I'm going, I don't know if it's always been this way or if it's a shift, but I've always been someone who appreciates time alone. And I used to believe it was solely because people depleted me. Uh, Even, even, you know, I just get that rejuvenation or whatever, not like depleted in a bad way. I mean, for sure some people, but anyway, (laughs) 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 now this year I'm starting to realize that like, I actually love being alone and in this has been like, well, what kind of shit am I putting up with? What am I carrying of other people's that I don't have to, that prevents me from spending more time in my freedom, whatever that is being alone or just doing whatever I want this afternoon, you know, that sort of thing. Um, So I would say right now, as simple as it sounds, being alone, even um, just all of this year, I have not been sleeping well, let me rephrase that. I feel like for the most part, I sleep fine. Um, but I'm up a lot in the middle of the night. And that was causing just like a lot of angst because, you know, like I'm a partnered person. So of course I've been programmed to share a bed. And if you don't share a bed, that's weird and wrong. But, you know, like fuck nine months into my sleeping issues, I was like, I'm going to sleep in the guest bedroom. Like we're all going to mm-hmm. be okay. This doesn't mean, but wow, just the, um, the load it takes off of me to be like, oh, I'm awake at 1am again. And to not be like, oh, shit, 
I don't want to turn on the light or I don't want to be loud or I don't want to whatever wake Alex up. And it's like, oh, now I'm just like on my own. Now I honestly don't mind being awake. So for me, it's been really about finding these ways in which I don't feel like I have the freedom of solitude or something like ways in which I'm carrying too much of other people's stuff. And then just, you know, gently putting that down and being like, I still really love you. I'm not going to care. I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, whatever it is, Um, going to every nephew hockey game or whatever. Not like I went to everyone, but I used to go to a lot. And now it's not that I don't like doing that. It's that I've got a lot of other things that are like personal desires, like true desires that I've uncovered in my alone time. So yeah, I mean, being in my power, but also being alone and like getting to know more about myself and through the help of my therapist, I've realized that like my number one value, at least right now is autonomy. And that makes Mm. total sense. When I'm alone doing a van trip, I don't have to worry about, does a dog have to pee? Are they bored? Or, you know, even taking care of a dog um, is still me worrying about someone else. And so being able to have that time that time to myself is really, I really, I need so much of that right now. Mm. Yes. In, um, in human design, they really recommend that you don't sleep with other people that like you, that read like recharging of energy, depending on like what type you are, that like you have your own rejuvenation. And I like, I thought about that. I'm like, Oh, I'll get that. So like, I, I resonate with, with that. Will you just tell everyone about your van? Because I, I really love the van situation. And like what Gina does with her van. Okay. So I have always, (laughs) I'll set the context a little bit because it seems like it's out of left field, but it's not. I mean, years ago, Alex and I bought an RV for a a hot second. Um, Anyways, I've always had this dream of just like being kind of nomadic, but that's just not the person I married. Um, fortunately, uh, there's other benefits to that, but anyway, so finally this year I had, um, was needing a new car and I, you know, with COVID everything's on back order, whatever. And I was like, well, shit, maybe this is like my sign to get a van. Like I've wanted a minivan because I want something that doesn't look like there's someone sleeping in it. I want something where when it's windy, I'm not like driving a kite. I just want something that flies under the radar. So I, you guys, I bought a fucking minivan. I bought a minivan and it is so amazing. I took all the seats out of the back. So it's easy to throw the three wildling dogs in, in daily life. But then I literally um, sleep in it. Like I just travel wherever and I sleep at campsites, truck stops, rest stops. It's so fun. It's like the feeling when you were a kid and you got like a really cool fort. Uh, that's how I feel when I climb into it oh my god that's my dream love it yeah Yeah. that's amazing yeah I love it and that's like that's self-care I mean like what a beautiful expression of self-care right the day you showed up at my house in your cool minivan (laughs) I I it like really like switched a light on in me because I've had my parents drove this red minivan that had no like tinted windows. So the windows were like completely clear and it forever would like, I can just see us driving down in my small town. You can see all four of us in this van. So like, so exposed. You, I think you're like one of the coolest people in America with the fucking oh minivan. I'm like, yeah, like taking back some power. <laughs> I know it's like in the last two years I've moved out of downtown to the suburbs I chopped my hair and I got a minivan but it's like all in the best Mm, way totally (laughs) Meredith what about you what do you do to I I don't know like there's a difference between like staying in your power and self-care but either of those yeah um 2021 was a lot more difficult for me than 2020 I noticed um it got really more personal so what I've been doing and I again, alone time, for sure. Gina and I, South Node Aquarius, like I've really understood how much alone time I need and how introverted I am and how much I need to recharge with that. And I've spent almost 20 years at so many happy hours and drinking and like, just like lost in the shuffle. And I'm like, oh, I don't even miss that anymore. Like I like going out once in a while, but oh, the alone time. Um, And yeah, my husband and I often sleep apart as well. We've had sleep issues too, which is a common thing on the planet right now. And that's okay. Uh, We've actually been in the house. We love spending time together, but we'll be in the house and be doing our separate things. And I don't have kids. And I had a rough, like 
my sessions got really intense for a while. My personal life got really intense to uh, thank Saturn on me. Um, and I had to spend two or three hours a day on a spiritual kind of something. I would either take a class on YouTube, I would do a meditation, and I can do two or three hour meditations with the help of some cannabis sometimes, but I had to spend like a lot of time on myself and not talking to anybody. I would watch a spiritual YouTube. I have a Gaia subscription. I love Gaia. I would have to do that two or three hours a day and I'd feel okay. And I'd never in my whole life have needed that much time by myself working on myself. Two or three hours a day. I didn't have that kind of time um, back in the day. And now I do. I own my own business. Again, don't have kids. I can spend that and, I, and I've needed it. Um, and I'll, I've even canceled like some plans that I could just to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I have to be cognizant. I'm like, I shouldn't be around kids tonight. I shouldn't be around anyone tonight. I <laughs> uh, just force yeah. myself to be in those social situations. That's not good for anyone else either. I might get some shit for not showing up, but I'm like, it's just, sorry. Um, can't do it tonight. Don't have the energy. Mm. And you know what though? I, I think that when we do those things and we, yeah, like some people are going to be like, oh man, you're not coming. And of course, I'm not talking about being a total flake. But when you're like, I just cannot tonight, I, it gives other people permission to do the same. Yeah. And it actually, it's, it's okay. I have a great supportive yeah. friend group and we're all different than we were 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, whatever you need. Um, and my husband hates going out and my family has even been more accepting of that. I've been more accepted of that. Like he'll show up to something maybe once a year, <laughs> which is actually so yeah. hard for him. Um, and people are more even accepting of that level of alone time. So it's been really yeah. magic to see people's acceptance levels changing of other people's mm. behavior. That's been cool too. Yeah. 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 There has been that shift as well. Just, um, not only the polarizing topics, but also just, I think that helps people wake up and like have a little more compassion for themselves and other people. What if any other like astrological events or just awakenings, things that you've learned in the past year that you feel like would be helpful for anyone that's listening? Can I touch on Jupiter and Pisces? Cause I think oh, we yes. talk about this a year like, ago. All the good news. <laughs> so Jupiter dipped into Pisces May, June, July of 2021, and then retrograded back to Aquarius, which he is still in now. So what I noticed and think everyone listening, think about your vibe, what was going on in your life between May, June, and July, because you got a preview of what's coming for you in early 2022. What I noticed oh, on the collective is like the mask. It's good. Went it's, away. Good, it's good. It's good. It's good. And if it wasn't good, it's not repeat anything. But collectively, the rules went away, like the mask mandates, uh, the social distancing, like that all kind of went like dissolved with the Pisces energy. And then as soon as Jupiter went back into Aquarius, a lot of the rules came back. Uh, and I even see, I saw businesses putting dates. Sorry, we had our mask mandate gone from May, blah, 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 to July. And I actually, it was so tied to that Jupiter in Pisces window. Ooh. I was like, okay, so that is actually giving me hope in 2022. Like collectively, okay, we're not gonna have so many rules and like everything's gonna be more free. Everyone's not gonna be as like kind of angsty about that stuff. So I loved that preview. And I think Jupiter's really gonna be helping us out uh, in Pisces, <laughs> the most spiritual sign of the Zodiac next year. He's gonna make the Pluto return and the Saturn Uranus energy just a little bit more cushy. Like we can kind of float. Ooh along instead of like such this like ugh, the zappy energy that we have right now if that makes sense um I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Jupiter and Pisces again he loves being in Pisces so the collective will will feel that love <laughs> I have Jupiter and Pisces in the 12th house that's like my like claim to fame I'm obsessed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so, that Ashley, is very you I get know. a Jupiter year yeah. Jupiter year I feel it baby getting a psychic upgrade too you're gonna be yeah like, what's the hallmark of of a Jupiter year. Like say more about that. So every 12 years, Jupiter will get back to the sign where he was at your birth. So he takes about 12 years to go around the okay. sun. So he spends about a year in each sign. So yes, Ashley being born with Jupiter in the sign of Pisces will get a Jupiter year in 2022. She also had one in 2010, 98, 86, going back, 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 back. So yeah, he'll usually wow. a lucky year or abundant year. Not so in Ashley's face because 12th house is like the hidden spiritual things. So I like, actually, I would say to you, if you came to a reading, you're getting a spiritual upgrade um, next year that you got a preview of May, June, July. Um, and that, and that's Ooh. not always a comfortable thing when you get upgraded. 
Right. Oh, whenever I get like work done with you guys, it's always like it's it's upgrades. And I'm always like, oh, this is why can I just can I just be like neutral for two minutes? Like it's great, <laughs> but also it's a lot of work. Gina, anything else this year, like looking back that you've been, that you really noticed or surprised you? I know you said you just listened to your solar return reading Mm -hmm. as well. Anything that you like, whoa, that happened. Yeah. So I am still trying to make sense of a lot of it. A lot of it, I'm still working out. And I just have a feeling that just with the astrology and that sort of thing. I feel like at the end of this year, even at the end of kind of like the eclipse season, I'm going to be over a hump. I can't explain it. Maybe I'm just hoping, (laughs) but I do all year. I have felt um, this undercurrent rumbling of change And the way I described it at the beginning of the year was like, something's rising in me. And that's literally all I know. Mm. And then it was just, my plan of attack, if you ever feel that way, I mean, I'd imagine that's what like a midlife crisis feels like. I don't know. Um, but I really was just like focused on like, what do I need? What do I need to feel better? What do I need? And then asking for it. And a lot of times for me, especially if it comes from alone time, I'm, um, you know, it would be like, Hey, I love hanging out with you. Just need alone time tonight. Do you mind? You know, just over communicating when I'm feeling like this might hurt someone or whatever, you know, most thoughts made up in my own mind and to just, um, I don't know, like I just honor everything that comes up, no matter how scary it is, even just Alex and I have been together for over 10 years. We've been married for, I don't know, like over five years and just like a change in our relationship and more importantly, like how I feel in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And even, uh, I'm so thankful that I have a partner who's like open to these conversations without being scared to the point where he's defensive or angry. But I am like, I don't, I don't like seeing myself as a married person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. honestly, that's where I'm at right now. I still love Alex. I still want to be with Alex, but like that part of my identity doesn't feel right. And honestly, that's super scary. But again, that Aquarian, like I just feel a little bit disconnected. Like I should feel more frightened about that, but I just talk about it when it comes in and just kind of when it makes sense, do something and really just like feeling like I'm going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Reminding myself, I'm going to be okay. Asking for support when I need it, figuring out what I need. Um, that's the only way I've gotten into it. And it's like really a lot of present moment stuff. Like what Mm -hmm. can I do right now to feel better? Uh, that's what I've, I've been saying that on repeat to clients and friends. I'm like, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Some people will not believe that and be like, no, it's not. And I'm like, everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Everything's going to be okay. But yeah, there's some people that just resist even that. I'm like, everything's going to be okay. So I just, again, capture and repeat with it. And I love that, Gina. Like, you have to do that to yourself too. Like, I look myself in the eye in the mirror sometimes and I have to like say stop out loud if I have really negative thoughts, which is so easy to like fall into these days. Mm -hmm. And I walk to the mirror and I say stop to myself. Um, And then you can say everything's going to be okay. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's not okay, it's not the end of your story. Another thing I want to throw in there because it's a book that Alex has been talking about for a while, but like, you know, any human, I take the person who's closest to me and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I know I do that (laughs) too. (laughs) God, I hate that. But I'm reading this book on self-compassion, which is a book on self-compassion. So of course, most people aren't going to be motivated to read it anyways. You're probably not in a good spot if you have to read that book, but I highly recommend it because I have been not necessarily always consciously trying to self-esteem my way out of anxiety or anxious or stressed feelings. And this book is just talks about how that's actually, they're not really related. What's related is self-compassion. And so for that piece of like, yeah, we got to ask for what we need. And then when we get what we need, don't feel guilty about it. Don't block Mm -hmm. it. Don't um, that's kind of my practice in that as well. What's that book? It's called Self-Compassion, and it is by Kristen Neff and like oh, yeah, Nancy yeah. E-F-F. Okay. Are you familiar? I have heard, yeah. What I, I know her name <clears throat> from something, but okay, cool. I'll link that up because we're self-compassion, baby. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Before we go, 
What are you guys looking forward to for next year? Professionally, personally, astrologically, what are you pumped about? Well, I didn't know before this podcast that Gina has a van because one of my, um, really? <laughs> my 2022 goal, and I was going to maybe try this in 2021, is to upgrade my Jeep, get a truck, an RV, or a van, and actually take a sabbatical in 2022 yeah. as the world resets. So Gina, I'll be giving you a call. Um, <laughs> yes, do it. And a client had me sign up for TikTok. So I've been watching TikTok videos about how to live in a van. Um, so that's one of my <laughs> goals. Not sure if I'll make it in 2022. I want my husband to come along. We'll see if we can make that work. But that's what I, I'm planning to take some time off because I can. Um, I'm at a place, I, I mean, I hope I can with what's going on in the collective. Um, financially, I'm young, so I can sleep on the floor. Uh, I mean, youngish. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went on a camping trip last week and my husband's like, I'm feeling my age. I'm like, it's the first time he said that. I'm like, well, just wait. Um, so yeah, that's one of my goals. And I'm excited to keep doing what I'm doing. I feel like my practice is going to evolve. I feel that, but I just don't know what it's going to evolve into. Um, so I'm kind of like being patient, waiting for that. And Gina, you kind of mentioned this too, like something's rising. I kind of feel like that too. And it's like going to be changing what I'm doing with astrology. I'm not going to ever abandon astrology. I don't think I will. At least I say that now. Um, but yeah, something is coming for my practice and I don't know what it's going to evolve into. I just think I'm waiting for the collective, what the collective is evolving into. And I'll just kind of match that. And maybe you you girls feel that too, with what you're doing in the world and how it could change next year. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of big changes um, this year, partially because the world opened up and so things changed again, but also, and I'll be talking more about this, like in some member, I have a membership coming out, so I'll be talking more about it, but like even just the shift in my relationship, like one of the things that Alex and I have done over the last year is open it up. Um, so we're not like romantically exclusive, which really works for us for fucking many reasons. And it was like a decade in the making. So if you're just like, what? I can't even chew on that. Like, <laughs> trust me, if you were in the soup with me for years, it would make sense. Anyway, um, so I am hoping that I'm really, even though our relationship is open and has been open for the last year, I've been really focused mostly on myself because mm. it's like, I can feel this bigger change and, um, I just love lusty love. So I'm hoping to get a lot more of that in yes. 2022, mm-hmm. some new suitors. And yes. then, um, I'm going to be hitting the road in my van. I am beyond excited. I'm working with someone who's helping me plan these trips. So I'm going to plan trips to like different areas. I'll drive my van. We'll do like a meet and greet, maybe like a hypnotic event, and then I'll go somewhere else. So we're looking at like the Pacific Northwest, um, Northeast. So, well, I guess kind of like I'm breaking it up into like six different areas. So I'm pretty excited to see where we go. Yeah. You guys, this is inspiring. I was thinking you were going to say like, oh, excited about my membership or whatever, but like, these are, these oh, I are huge. I know I, I, that's like so awesome. And you know, like I, there is like, there's this like permission to do what we want to do yeah. right now. And it feels so, so good. I think like for me, I'm really learning a lot in 2022. I'm going to do a 300 hour teacher training. I'm going to, I want to like, like bust through an astrology training and, and start doing readings and just really get out there. Like really fast. And I'm so excited to me. You're talking about Jupiter, Meredith, like Jupiter year it's abundance in knowledge, just like filling my brain up with these things. And that's, I, I don't think, you know, I've never been like wildly attached to like dollars, but abundance to me is knowledge and wisdom. And so it's a year of like manifesting that. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Love it. Oh, one other thing I'm looking forward. So my husband and I lost our 15 year old dog in September. I'm looking forward to having a new puppy. So if anyone has any, some puppy hits for me, we're thinking get one in December, January, I'll have a new puppy in 2022 as well. It's been a long time since I got a little puppy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so sad for you, Meredith and happy for you. Oh, she was, yeah, she was ready to go. She was a good old girl. Um, but no, I believe pets find you when they're supposed to and that our girl will be sending us the a good doggy oh (laughs) yes 
you guys, I, I, I talked literally in last week's episode, how I manifested you both. Like I was like, <laughs> I know. Can, like, how can I just have more people like that get it? And yeah, you both showed up at the perfect times. And I, I don't know. I just literally feel like it changed my life. I know that's so dramatic, but I do believe that. And now to do this work on a regular basis, it's amazing. So everyone listening, go find your Meredith and your Gina's and just be weirdos together and learn <laughs> together. Find your uh, yeah, I always put tribal energy with like that Aquarius vibration. So find your spiritual witchy tribe or whatever tribe yeah. resonates with you. Um, they will find you in the coming years because everything's changing. So the people that you need to meet will cross your path. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. I'll just, I, I know I keep, I feel like I keep saying one more thing, but on that <laughs> note, Meredith, um, that's a change that I've seen in clients where a client will come and they'll be like, oh, I told five of my friends about you too. They booked sessions. And then it's like, I go through like a friend group of sessions. Oh, I do that too. And, yeah. and it is really a cool thing. And I, I just, I want to facilitate even more of that. Like even just this friendship, like you talked about manifesting this, Ashley, it's like, I want more of that because not only do I feel more normal, but like just having someone be able to reflect back to you the amazing things that they see in you, I think mm-hmm. can be really helpful for most of us because most of us on this path, it's easier for us to see the things we want to fix or change or get through. Uh, so I think that's so important too. And I'm definitely with the road trips, with the membership I'm launching, looking forward to even more of that, just mm-hmm. camaraderie and like moving through this. Yes. A witchy group. Yeah. You know, too, the other thing is, is like with your existing friends, this is, you, I mean, definitely like friends that aren't serving you, like let those go. But my group of friends that I've known forever, they're getting more witchy every day. They listen to the show. <laughs> and I feel like we, you know, we meet monthly around the new moon and we get to do all these fun things. And I say stuff, I just drop this weird shit and they don't even bat an eye anymore. So like, <laughs> here we are, like we're, that growth can come in new friends and it can be like just being with the people that you can just be yourself with too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's such a fun element. Yeah. Mm. Well, you guys just tell listeners where they can find you, your Instagrams, your websites, all the things. Yeah. You can find me. I'm pastlives.tourguide on Instagram. And then you can find everything like my podcast services, sign up for a session at pastlivesandthedivine.com. And I'm at earthlingastrology.com and my (laughs) handle for um, everything on social media is usually at earthlingastro, Uh, Instagram, Facebook, just sign up for TikTok, which is what is this, but (laughs) um, figuring that out too. Um, So yes, thank you, Ashley, so much for having us on. This is always fun. Yeah, this is so fun. You guys are the best. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Thanks to Gina and Meredith for being on the show and to our show sponsor, BetterHelp. Again, consider leaving a rating and review and sharing this episode with a friend if you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week.